If I gave a fuck what y'all think, y'all think I would be doing this? Welcome to the FMFU podcast. The podcast is from me for us. Vulgar but true, real and never fake. I'm your host Ayo Reese and I've got a lot of shit on my mind today so let's get into it. Happy Friday people and welcome to episode Nina of the FMFU podcast. I hope you all enjoyed your three day MLK weekend and were able to somewhat be productive or be able to get some relaxed time in. Me, I turned up ate good, and I got some shopping done. Mother Nature has seemed to have gotten the best of me as my throat is just getting clogged like a bitch. So today, <laughs> we're going to keep this short, sweet, to the point, and still insightful. But enough of that griping. Let's get into these thoughts so I can go back to mind my business and watching some TV. But actually, you know what? TV is actually a good place to start. I sit here and I think to myself that Television is something that has been a staple in everyone's household forever. It doesn't matter whether you watch cable or if you are a streaming-only subscriber. Ultimately, everyone watches TV for a type of show because we all love good entertainment. There are a lot of good shows out nowadays, and every time I turn around, I always get all these recommendations of a good show that I need to watch. My issue is that when I start browsing for new recommendations I was told to watch, Lots of times, it turns out to be too much. I get overwhelmed, and I can't decide, so I end up not watching shit. I just cut it off, hop on a video game, or I just do something else. Plus, lots of time, I can't start a new show immediately, or I'd be out of compliance. You'll know what I'm talking about later. But let's think about it, though. We are in like a TV renaissance. We got streaming shit, primetime shit, local channel shit. And a lot of it isn't trash either, as it, you know, it's all good television. It's like the opposite of the hip-hop scene nowadays. It's a goddamn shame. But anyway, one show that I started catching up on is the show This Is Us. I've heard from lots of people on social media that it's a good show. Scratch that. I've heard from lots of people that it's a great show. A lot of people online have even claimed that, oh... I watched This Is Us. I'm going to be crying after every episode. And it took me a while to finally tune in. And I think the issue was, like I stated earlier, you know, too much new shit to watch and too many new recommendations. Not counting the shows that I currently have in the rotation that I usually have to keep up on and catch up with. Shout out to Shameless. But uh, yeah, so I, I started This Is Us and I'm currently only in season one and I should be starting season two real soon to try to get caught up with the real time as it airs. But man, I'll tell you some shit, man. I'm glad I started. Like, this show is fantastic. Like, the character build is great. The writing is great. The the flashbacks and how they jump back and forth, it, it puts things into perspective. And as a guy who loves music, 
and not just hip hop or anything, but I like how music gets composed and put in certain scenarios. Like I admit the music composition, that shit will make a grown man cry <laughs> <laughs> like that ass though. Like one thing that stood out to me though, you know, when I was watching this was how the dynamic of Randall and Beth, the dynamic of their relationship and I'm not sure who whoever's listening. I'm not sure if you watch the show or not. And if you plan on it, I don't want to ruin anything. So I don't want to say too much. But there was a part in the show and uh, Beth, his wife, was having a conversation. And uh, during one of the episodes, it was something she stated. And then she was like, in our relationships, we don't keep secrets. You know, I heard this and I just thought to myself, like, wow, you know, she really was trying to fight to make sure things were going to be all right for, for her man, you know. um, You know, she just wanted to make sure nothing would happen to, to get him, you know, or his feelings hurt. But it also had me thinking to myself, like, that's a nice rule to have for any relationship. There are rules to this shit. I mentioned earlier my reasonings and how sometimes it's hard for me to watch new shows, but when I do plan to start a new show, there's something I always have to keep in mind. Let me ask y'all and see if you know before I give you the answer. What's the number one rule of Netflix and chill? You can't watch the next episode without your watch partner. Unless you, you know, let them know ahead of time. You got to make sure you're all in the same episode at all times. So if you plan on watching like the next episode, you have to let them know so they can watch it on their iPhone or iPad if they aren't with you. And y'all want to basically make sure you guys are both on the same episode and want to be able to stay caught up with each other. So you won't spoil anything by talking about an episode and ruining a part that they haven't gotten to yet. There's rules to this shit. But despite the fact of the Netflix and chill rule, as I just called it, being very valid as it is, in reality, the rule is very minuscule compared to the heavy hitters. The rules... That's what a D and what a Z, as I called them earlier, was really referring to other concepts and relationships. Before we talk about the rules, let's define what a relationship is. A relationship is defined as the way in which two or more concepts, objects or people are connected or the state of being connected by blood or marriage. It also defines it as the way in which two or more people or organizations regard and behave toward each other. Now, typically, when you first hear the word relationship, you think of what? Well, I can't hear your responses, so I'm not going to wait. But I would assume you're saying that you think off the rip of man and a woman who are together. You know, not a situation ship with a man just blowing your back out, ladies, oh. with no plan of a future in sight, but where two people actually claim each other. For me personally, what stands out the most in the definition of a relationship is how two, or more than two, if you are poly god and have two wives, but <laughs> how two people regard and behave towards each other. It's important because to regard and behave towards each other in a positive light, it will never happen if you don't have communication. It's the FMFU podcast, bitch. I think the problem with the society of urban millennials and for my older listeners, this might apply to you as well, because, you know, technology has taken over our lives. No one likes to talk about issues. Ladies, how many times have you had an issue with your man and you be quick to jump on social media and post some cryptic shit? Now, if you're not a hoe and have been with your guy for a while, 
Everybody on your fucking timeline knows exactly who you're talking about. You're basically blasting your man in the public eye of everyone, and now you're involved in all umpteen hundred, or thousand, because you a hoe, followers in your personal business. In the eyes of a nigga like me who knows the game and used to be a part of the game, it seems to me by doing this that you're crying from attention from someone. Maybe from someone who has a dick and balls swinging between his legs, perhaps. Who knows? But unfortunately, posting all of your issues online doesn't help solve any of the problems. There are rules to this shit. If you have an issue with your guy, or fellas, if you have an issue with your girl, talk about it. Don't blast it on social media for everyone to see, because no one really cares about your problems. People so nosy that when someone posts something and they know it will cause drama, they'll leave a comment just so they can get the notifications and have some entertainment to read for the afternoon. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I remember when I first saw someone post something trying to dog their girl, right? And then a bunch of people had commented just a period on the post. So I'm like mad confused. Like, why are these people just putting a period and posting? Like, no comments, nothing after that. I'm like, what the fuck is everybody doing? So then it just clicked and I'm like, oh, damn. Y'all putting a period on the Facebook post so then all the notifications will come to you whenever somebody replies. So then you can just jump back in and be nosy. Y'all some nosy motherfuckers, man. <laughs> but going back to my initial point, you know, don't play yourself crying to Facebook. These people are clowning your silly ass. Trust me. Just talk it out. Sometimes certain issues can be solved by having a simple conversation with the egos put right on to the side. During the course of this simple conversation, quote unquote, sometimes there will be times where you will come to the conclusion that you have to just agree to disagree. And there's nothing wrong with this. Ladies, some of y'all really confuse me in what you say slash post. Sometimes when I read certain things, it seems to me that a majority of the urban millennial women want a yes man or a robot nigga who doesn't express himself and just does everything that they say. Women will scream, happy wife, happy life. But when niggas be like, what about happy husband? The women get mad and say, what the fuck, man? Women's lots of times, niggas too, get it in their head that I'm right, you're wrong, deal with it. Or you either agree with me at all times, no matter what, even when I'm wrong or we have problems. That shouldn't be the case. You have to respect each other's opinion. And if you disagree, then just respectfully disagree and try to move on. You also should be okay with your significant other being comfortable enough to tell you when you're wrong. Your partner should be able to tell you an issue they have, not necessarily whine, bitch, or moan, but express themselves in a clear-cut way for you to understand with examples. Because let's be real, saying, oh, that's just how I feel. That shit won't work or solve the issue. You got to give examples as to why you feel the way you do, especially does men. Two plus two got to equal four. Because if it doesn't, I'm not going to understand. You should, you shouldn't get upset off the rip either. Like, you won't make it far in your communication. Like, if you're mad, people aren't going to want to express themselves because they know as soon as they bring up something that they want to discuss with you, it's going to become an argument. Who wants to deal with an argument over nothing? And then always say what you mean and mean what you say. The issue at times with communication is that the narrative of, what is being spoken gets heard differently. I don't know why, but 
it, <laughs> I think this bothers me the most, man. And, and it's not just for myself personally. I just hear it like all the time. And I just, I have no idea why it happens this way, but it does. It's, it's something about people changing the narrative. And no, I didn't come up with that term. I got it from somewhere. I'll let y'all guess. But let's say I have an issue and my issue is about A plus B equals C. Keep the topic as A plus B equals C. Don't start a fight with me during the course of the convo about how X plus Y equals Z when that wasn't my initial issue to begin with. Because situations like that is what barrels into other arguments. Then it gets to a point where you don't even know what you're arguing or discussing about anymore or even what began the argument to begin with. So just stop changing the narrative. No one was even talking about that. Duh. But some people, you know, might be thinking, well, what if we discussing about, uh, I don't know. Let's okay. Let's say it's a discussion about, well, I don't know when the last time your kid, my kid went to the doctor or something like that. So y'all in an argument about that. You're like, oh, well he went on this date and you're like, and she's like, well, he went on this date. Well, that's something different. That's more of a something that's concrete. It's factual. Like there's no opinion or feelings involved. And you know, if you got issues like that and you're arguing about factual shit, then, you know, this shit I'm talking about didn't necessarily apply. And you might just need to look it up and do proper research. But that that's a whole nother topic and subject. Remember, don't change my narrative. But at the end of the day, there should always be some way to meet in the middle and find a type of compromise to keep each other satisfied. I saw a meme online a while back and it actually resurfaced the other day and I'm glad it did because it was very relevant to the topic today. So let me describe this meme for you. It had uh, two cartoon pictures on it. One was on the top and one was on the bottom. And on the top pick, it had two little boys and uh, one was with his mom. And on the top pick, what it was showing was that the boy that was without his mom, he was calling the young boy who was standing with his mom a pussy. So the boy who was with his mom, they're showing him as if he's crying while the mom's in the picture with him. And in her talking bubble, it's telling her it, it's she's telling the son, man up, like, don't act like a little bitch, whatever. But she's just saying, man up, nothing, nothing more, nothing less. So then on the bottom picture, the boy who was crying and was called the pussy, you know, he's grown now. And, you know, he stands he's standing next to who I, I would assume is his girlfriend or somebody he's talking to. And she's telling him, you know, you really should open up more. And the grown boy who was crying in the top picture, you know, he stands there, you know, now he's older and he's got dreads. And then it shows him not in a talk bubble, but in a thinking bubble. And he's thinking to himself, how? Now, we all know how I am when I make fun of and do the meme Bible congregation jokes and different things like that. But this was a very short worded meme, but I think this was actually very, very powerful. Like what made this meme even more powerful is that the drawn cartoon characters were black. So it automatically is going to draw to us. FMFU, FUBU, anyway. But um, I think we as black men have been raised on this culture that expressing yourself is something that is deemed as being soft. Think about it. Every time a guy is emotional or he lets out a good cry or is passionate, it always turns into man up. 
Stop acting like a bitch. Referring to what I was talking about in episode eight. Light-skinned nigga shit. Whatever else you can think of. Being emotional as a guy has never been something that has been deemed as a quote-unquote good quality. The problem with this upbringing is that when we, as men, decide to get into serious relationships, we tend to not know how to express ourselves or know how to keep that open line of communication when we, you know, or our feelings are hurt. Because we don't want to give you too much because we don't want to be deemed as soft or we don't want to start an argument. We feel we have something within ourselves as a man to quote unquote protect. And if you really think about it in reality, there's really no reason to be this way. This is a big barrier in communication as it's something that cripples us within relationships. Remember, with no communication, you have nothing. How can we effectively communicate when, if it is time for us to express ourselves, we flake to do it because we don't want to be deemed as soft? I think this is a barrier that needs to be broken through. This pride of having to go super hard or gangbang on bacon is something that's holding us back. You can be a big NBA or big NFL linebacker or even who you are as a regular person working your regular job. And you can still be that, know how to fight, but you can also still know how to express your emotions. That mentality shouldn't be that you're soft if you happen to, you know, shed a tear. Tears equal passion, and everyone needs a good cry every once in a while. Let you know you're human. Remember those kids depicted on TV in the schoolyard that would get picked on by the big bad bully, and eventually they, they snapped, and they start bawling, but then they start beating that bully's ass? I think that happened in the, uh, yeah, it happened in the movie The Christmas Story. He was getting picked on, and then one day he just, he just went crazy, started beating the shit out of him, but then... You know, when his mom came, he just let it all, all his emotion out because he was so mad. He had all that passion and that rage and all that frustration built up because he was getting fucked with every day. So, you know, stuff like you shouldn't think that, oh, expressing yourself or anything like that as a man makes you any less than a man. I mean, it doesn't make you soft. All it is is an expression. I'll be real with y'all, though, man. There's this, um, there's this episode of The Fresh Prince. It's called uh, Papa's Got a Brand New Excuse. And uh, in this episode, Will's dad comes back after 14 years. And they, uh, you know, they start to spend time and they hang out. And uh, they were um, planning to do a summer trip. So they were supposed to go. So Will went to go back to the house and pack all this stuff and everything. And uh, at the end of the episode, you know, his dad ends up you know, getting too concerned over some new business and he uh, ends up deciding to cancel the trip and he takes off. So, uh, you know, based on how he was talking, you know, they all had a idea that, you know, he wasn't they wasn't going to see his dad again. And uh, so, you know, Will goes on this long monologue, you know, about how, you know, you know, everything he's been through and, you know, how he's done so much for himself, you know, by himself and, how he will continue to do the same in the future and, you know, how he'll be there for his kids and stuff. And, you know, with all this being said, you know, he finally breaks down and he asks Uncle Phil, like, why he don't want me, man? And I'll be real with y'all. If I can tell you I can sit through that episode 
without at least one of them things dropping down, then I'd be telling you a lie because I felt that shit to the core growing up. And I know I'm not the only black man in America who grew up as a young boy who felt that shit to the core as well. So my point is just to put it out there, you know, ladies, us black men are hard on the exterior because we have to be in this world. We really have no choice. But, you know, if you give us a chance, you'll realize on the inside, we can communicate with y'all exactly how we need to. Just work with us and we'll work with you. And fellas, real men cry and don't let no one tell you otherwise. It's the FMFU podcast, bitch. Before I roll up out of here, I just wanted to leave y'all with something. It's actually something I came up with. It's a, a acronym that might be able to help with not just relationship issues, but probably all of our communication issues. Uh, it might be considered mad corny, but hey, I'm a roll with it because, you know, if I gave a fuck of what y'all think, you know, y'all think I'd be doing this shit. <laughs> but in all serious, um, the acronym I came up with is, is SLUR. So let's break it down. So, you know, we'll start with the S, you know, the, the S, it stands for stop. And what I mean by that is stop everything you're doing. That means by putting down your phone, your iPad, your TV, your book, whatever it is, and show the person who's trying to present information to you that you're ready to have a conversation by giving your full undivided attention. The L, that's for listen, as in not just, oh, yeah, I hear you, but actually listen to what is being said after you stopped your other distractions. The U, which is B for understand, which I think this is probably the most important one of all, as in understand where the person is coming from and do not make false accusations or assumptions based on what information is being presented to you. Don't just listen to have a response. Let's put it like that. Actually understand what's being said. And then lastly, the R stands for respond. So, you know, after you stopped doing what you're doing, took the time out to give your full undivided attention, listen to what's going on and actually hear what they're saying and understand it to the fullest. You should be able to respond accordingly based on the issue that is being presented to you and fully be able to give meaningful feedback on how you truly feel without changing the narrative or what they're trying to present and sticking to the script and giving something back meaningful on what you can contribute to the conversation to make things better with you and your significant other or your business partner or whoever it is. So stop, listen, understand, and respond. That goes S-L-U-R or slur. Fool. Thank you for listening to the FMFU podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to receive all the latest podcasts when they release. Also be sure to follow FMFU on Twitter and Instagram at FMFU underscore podcast. Remember people, if no one is going to be honest with you, your boy Reese will. And that's always. Until next time, fuckers. Fuckers.